Diabestes, welcome back to another episode of the Your Diabestie podcast, the podcast that ensures you never have to do diabetes alone. I'm your host, Mila Clark. I live with latent autoimmune diabetes in adults. And today we're diving into a crucial and sometimes misunderstood topic, what causes diabetes? causes and risk factors to symptoms and testing. We've got you covered on the basics in this episode. So grab your cup of tea or coffee, learn a little bit more about the basics of diabetes with me today, and I hope that you enjoy this episode. This episode is sponsored by the Glucose Guide app, Sigrid Glucose Stabilizer, and BioCare Nutrition. So these sponsors for giving me the ability to host conversations on a platform like Your Diabestie. Let's kick things off and explore the causes of diabetes. Diabetes is like a puzzle, right? A puzzle has multiple pieces and it's complex and everything has to be put together to see the whole picture. A key piece of diabetes is genetics, which influences our predisposition to the condition, but diabetes is not just in our genes. Lifestyle factors like diet and physical activity also play a significant role impacting our risk for developing diabetes. So putting it simply, diabetes is a chronic and progressive disease that affects how the body processes glucose or sugar. Glucose is a crucial source of energy for our body cells. That's where the hormone insulin comes in. Insulin plays a vital role in regulating our glucose levels. But for diabetes, our bodies either cannot produce enough insulin or we've become insulin resistant to the effects of insulin. As a result, glucose builds up in the bloodstream and it can lead to serious health complications if unmanaged. There are more than 10 classified types of diabetes, but for the sake of this episode, we're gonna be talking about the most common types of diabetes. That's type one and 1.5, type two and gestational diabetes. Diabetes occurs when the immune system attacks and destroys the cells in the pancreas that produce insulin. And this type of diabetes is usually diagnosed in childhood or early adulthood. However, it's not always. I am a prime example of that as a person with LADA. Management of type 1 diabetes requires daily insulin injections for management. That could be through basal insulin, bolus insulin, a combination of both inhaled insulin. There are different insulins on the market that allow people with type one and insulin dependent people with type two to be able to manage blood sugars. Other hand, type two diabetes occurs when the body becomes resistant to insulin or doesn't produce enough insulin to regulate glucose levels. And this type of diabetes is commonly associated with lifestyle factors like obesity, lack of a healthy diet, a lack of physical activity, but it is super important to remember those things aren't causes of diabetes. They are factors that contribute to diabetes, but they do not cause it. Only food do not cause diabetes. That's a misconception that we got to get out of the way in this episode. Not a cause. Diet is a factor, but it's not a cause. Rounding out Gestational diabetes is a temporary form of diabetes that occurs during pregnancy. It usually goes away after giving birth, but women who have had gestational diabetes are at a higher risk of developing type 2 diabetes later in life. Speaking of risk factors, there are a few more pieces to this puzzle. 
history, age, body weight, high blood pressure. Those are all factors that can increase our chances of developing diabetes. And understanding these risks helps us to empower ourselves to take care of our health. The exact cause of type 1 diabetes is still unknown, but it's believed to be a combination of genetic and environmental factors. To diabetes, some risk factors include family history, obesity, physical inactivity, unhealthy diet, and older age. Gestational diabetes occurs due to hormonal changes during pregnancy. Right along, let's delve into the symptoms of diabetes. Because symptoms are our body's way of sending out an SOS signal that something is happening. And symptoms like frequent urination, unexplained weight loss, and fatigue are very common warning signs of diabetes. I think that these symptoms can prompt us to seek support and care we need is really important. Symptoms of diabetes can vary from person to person, but some common signs, as we talked about, include excessive thirst, frequent urination, especially at night, extreme hunger, unexplained weight loss, fatigue, blurred vision, slowing of sores or cuts, and numbness or tingling in the hands and feet. Experiencing any of these symptoms, it's essential to consult a healthcare provider for a proper diagnosis and treatment plan for diabetes management. Symptoms is key. It's like taking the wheel and navigating your own journey. And if you have followed me for any period of time, you know that I am all about the small changes making a big impact. So incorporating more plants into your diet, balancing fat, fiber, and protein, and staying active are some ways that you can take small steps to make a big difference in your blood glucose readings. I really think it's important to have a plan and to understand what is happening in your body, that can be a game changer and it can feel so empowering to be able to get the answers that you deserve. Let's talk about getting tested for diabetes. It's super essential to be proactive about our health and getting tested is a crucial step. These help to paint a clear picture of our blood sugar levels and overall health and also help to get us on the right treatment plan. So diagnosis of diabetes usually involves a blood test to measure the levels of glucose in the bloodstream. Depending on results, additional tests may be needed to confirm the diagnosis, like my diagnosis of LADA. I had a high A1C, but I had not been tested for antibodies. If I had, probably shown up a little bit differently. So confirming is super important, and that helps determine the type of diabetes that you're living with. Some of these may include an oral glucose tolerance test or a glycated hemoglobin A1C test. We're all familiar, I think, when we have diabetes with the A1C test. It is a three-month average of your blood sugar concentration. You might have an antibody test like the one I received to confirm my LADA diagnosis. It's important to note that early detection and treatment of diabetes can prevent or delay serious complications like heart disease, nerve damage, kidney disease, and vision loss. And that's why it's crucial to have regular checkups and screenings if you have any risk factors or symptoms of diabetes. That wraps up today's episode on understanding what causes diabetes. I hope this added some additional clarity and gives you a better understanding of diabetes as a whole. I think the key away here and in you know everything that I talk about is really that knowledge is power. And so if you suspect that you might have diabetes or are concerned about your risk, 
reach out to a healthcare provider. That's the first step in just understanding where you are. And seeking support is a sign of health and a sign of strength. It is not a sign of weakness. It is not a sign of you doing anything wrong. So you're not alone in this journey. And I just am so appreciative of you listening to Your Diabesti. To get the transcript and video of this episode, visit diabestipod.com. And be sure to follow me and let me know what you thought about the episode. I'm at The Hangry Woman everywhere on the internet. So take care. See you all next time. Bye.